0: For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. That's right. For the record, you ain't trying to grow than it's done for you. That's right. For the record, lab on me going all the, way. all the way. For the record, ain't trying to link no time to waste. Stop for the record, <clears throat> for the record, <clears throat> for the for the record, for the record, for the record. For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. Welcome back to the Clink. Oster Demetis
1: is an independent Australian rapper and songwriter, hailing from Western Sydney. In this moment of redemption, we hear about how Mitchell started, the moment he motivated himself to chase his dream, and why he respects people doing the nine to five life.
2: Your earlier Bye. stuff, and I mean, we'll get into Still this a little scary. get into this a little bit more later because you know, at the moment, I think it's important we, we we continue on the journey of who you are. But later in life, you know, you talk about your shows, the energy that you created and quote me if I'm wrong, but I think it was you and a couple of other lads that brought together the scene, the live scene again, you know, bringing other artists into the same venues and, and letting everybody get a bit of everybody's um, Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Talents. Definitely bro. When, and when we all, that fucking... was a big shift, wasn't it? You know, so I you, was, bro. you talk about it all back on. Again. Yeah. Yeah. That's it my point. On. You know, there was
1: a time where it was plateauing bro and no one was doing certain shit mm. and then me chill Mm. Wombat, Husky, Autoboy, Shadow, Shadow, yep. everyone, bro, we all come together and made these shows, man, and it started to take it off again for Oz.
2: I believe. I, I truly I do too, that. you know, but I, 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 I look at that and then I think we go back to our, our conversation that we're at now with school and, and, you know, here's you obviously starting to hone your talents but not truly knowing 100% what you were capable of. So, oh, yeah, you know, you, you, you were shy, you sort of didn't mind putting the lyrics or your vocals out there, but you didn't want to be exposed.
1: Yeah, yeah. When I was young, 100%, when it come to a time where you're like, fuck this, bro, I just got to gotta do something. I got to do something in my life. I got to – like I work now, I own a little roofing company, so I got I got shit going good. I get good money when I'm working. It keeps me all fucking sane and positive and no idle hands. But um, with the music shit, was you have to do it. You have to put it all in. If you shy away from opportunities, you miss you miss something bigger. To stuff like the biggest stuff in your life.
2: Did you did you do much crime when you were coming out of high school? Were you ever sort of um, locked I'm up? Totally and lost, was, was,
1: was I was never, No, I never got locked up. I have done rehab. Um, yep. You know I've done. Detox, hard. I'd know, love to talk
2: more up. about that as well. You know, I mean, yeah, obviously, man. that, that, what, how old were um, you was, once that sort of started? The drugs became, you know, um, deep into listen, your man, I always, daily I life.
1: Always, I was mainly just smoking weed, but I love weed. Weed was mad. I loved it. I loved to be chilled instead of being an erratic person. I felt like it calmed me down where I just, but, <laughs> yeah, right here, brother. I just become. <laughs> Someone that was so reliant on it to sleep over fucking 10 to 12 years or something that. Yeah. Um, It took... it, It fucked my life, bro. I was just selling it, doing a little bit of crime with the boys, bro. You know, we'll rob a house, bro. We'll do something like that. We'll steal from shops and shit. I was never like, let's go do... Um, robberies and shit like that. We weren't at that stage yet. we young cunts, bro, stealing clothes
2: and. Your music's not even dropping. like that either. Like that's you hear, you hear a lot of lads come out and they think they're fucking oh, done big wax and they've been a like part that. of the and system if you did and stuff. You don't talk about it. Like no, that. brother, but yet all of a sudden, you know, they're out there and they're fucking. What do they call it? Drilling. They're all sick cunts shanking, hanking, banking, and you know, umping and pumping and stumping and, and shailing and fanging. Like yeah, fuck yeah, up, yeah, cunts. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I love anybody yeah. that's out there. Doing their thing, I got no, no negative that's for it. it, but that's it. That's don't preach, my music, bro, that, don't that, preach if that, it ain't real.
1: what I am, that's
2: 100%. And that's what I, I think you know, you as a person hold so much sort of um, presence when you do, like now, you know, you deliver something, whether it be your music or talking just generally out to people that are struggling or explaining, you know, what it is that you mm-hmm. have done in your dark times, you know, whether it be through you know, breakups, your kids, whatever it is. You know, you've always kept it 100% real. It's, That's the
1: only way to be, bro. You can't That's buy way way that shit. A- you
2: can't buy that shit. And a lot of people these days try to wear a facade that it's,
1: yeah. it's, this is I my see life. It, I see it a lot. And, and in this music industry I'm in, bro, it's very see now. It's very see I work with a lot of people, bro. I've done fucking features with a lot of people in Australia, like maybe more than any artist. Connection wise, like with Curse, Entar, Chills, Triple Ones, Huskies. They've
2: all been bangers, too. They, they genuinely have all been bangers. Like, I. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Everybody, I, I, everybody's everybody got some mediocre shit. Let's not fucking piss in the wind. But when you talk about <laughs> your connections and your deliverances, <laughs> uh, fuck, man, there's been some. some yeah, bro, really I believe, epic I believe stuff.
1: flow, deliverance, there's, there's so many key factors to this music thing and, and being like, uh, it's, it's to be straight honest, you either got something or you don't, bro. So when you know, did you realize though you. that you
2: had something in, and how old were you that then bro, started was, setting you only, on a track?
1: I'll tell you bro, this is this is not this is not a old thing for me. This is six years ago. That's no
2: it.
1: way. Yeah, six years ago. I've been I was rhyming my whole life since I was young. I was telling you Eminem, bro, we had a similar life, so I thought fuck it, bro, I'm gonna mould myself to this guy. Like fully, raw. Mold my fucking upbringing as a to a young adult to do with every word that they're saying and shit like that. So I've always been around music. But when it comes to me writing stuff, all right, I, I got a mate in Layla Park, Alex, who's probably one of my best mates. And um, I'm over there, we're always partying that and um, freestyling. He ended up buying a, a mic and shit. So I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to start f- just freestyling and recording shit. And the next thing you know, bro, we've got um, hours and hours of recordings on it. And I'm like, fuck, bro, I could take this further.
2: Just like garage music, just they're just busting out. Just busting to fucking old-school
1: hip-hop beats like Tupac, Biggie, Big L. Yeah, right. All that bullshit, all the old shit. And he's like, bro, you're fucking really good, bro. You've got to start doing something. You've got to write it down. I'm like, oh, maybe I should. I started um, writing shit. I made an album in like six months, bro. I ended up – because I knew Forte from the area. We're from Blacktown, so I know Forte. You know? He knew my brother's.
2: Yeah, right, everyone loves. Everyone he, he, so you know Forte. he's a special if you, if you one. That one isn't he? I've never well, met him, yeah, but well, I, I know we know a lot of the same people, and well, I. He he
1: he is one of a kind, bro. One yeah. thing I've learned over the years: he's a good cunt. People have always been like Fort Bra gets on his lives and drunk and does <laughs> this, but I'll tell you what, he's always said what he needed to
2: say. I think he's pulled his head in That's now from those him. lives, hasn't he? He, he, he sort has, of he he has, chills has, down yeah. a bit now.
1: Well, <laughs> but brother, I'll always love Forte, bro. He. I uh, know a lot of people know, if you know me, Rowan, you know my music, you know that I jumped on with At Large to start with.
2: Well, that's what I was so about to say. Yous were all, yous was punching on, his first bongs when he first bought them out. And I yeah, remember you used uh, to well, sit we'll, there before Chill was yeah. doing it or anybody else. Before you had Chool these green these, court, green, these fucking high green viz fucking bong things yeah. that looked like the yeah. old... You know the old um, red fucking flares where you used to turn around yeah. and make bongs of <laughs> That's yeah, what I yeah, thought yeah, it, yeah. Was. Bro, used to, I used it was. And you two used to the sit there. Well, bro, there was lives and there was lives. You were the only ones doing this shit on lives. And he was like this gangster fucking Aussie rapper and you were in there just yeah, punching yeah, yeah. these fluoro green balls. <laughs> I seen that shit when it first kicked off.
1: Yeah, bro. Um, Fort one of a quam, bro, and he was one of the first originators to do this hip-hop shit, you know? Yeah, oh, right. Like, you know, you've got people before him, all the Brad Struts, bro, and all the Mad Aussies and that. See, then I, I go back to the era with,
2: and with when it was all out your way, Def Wishcast. cast, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 That yeah. was our scene, you know? Like, if you Yeah, talk see, about that, Oz- was before, Aussie that
1: was before me. I wasn't too into that because I wasn't listening to Aussie shit, bro, I'll be honest. I grew up on fucking Cypress Hill, Ice Cube, and NWA, bro. Like, I wasn't listening to that, bro. I wasn't. I was just a young lad... <laughs> parties and it was gangster shit no one oh, in Dooney man. was listening to aussie shit back then because it wasn't around much it was enters curses and blah
2: blah blah did you get to the horton pavilion to watch anything or were you uh, too young no nah, no nah, i didn't i didn't i'm pretty uh, young, blah, blah, blah. fucking <laughs> missed it man every time there was a, 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 a i rally. wasn't
1: really in the scene, scene so wow. i missed out on a lot of stuff like that bro
2: we had the biggest you battles know? there and it'd be us against the coppers like we had one of the biggest riots <laughs> After a mass run DMC yeah, of concert.
1: of course we did. We did, yeah, bro. They right had up. they
2: had the whole of the horde surrounded with horses and everything. That was me, Tavern, Bosky, Rosky, fucking, uh, you name it. And then Thorn was there. Everybody, everybody, all right, everybody. Yeah. And I'm talking the original searches of Sydney and yeah, and yeah, we just yeah. all lads ready to rip in, you know, and all, yeah, all on yeah. the streets just cut and sick and yeah, man, that was we we were there and it wasn't the, the internal part of the it wasn't it was just us against the cops. You know, and it was like, what a mad concert, Run DMC, everyone's pumped. Yeah,
1: yeah, (laughs) yeah. Public Enemy
2: was the same.
1: So I'd done an album, I wrote it straight away, and then I just jumped on with Fort, bro. And he's like, listen, bro, if you want to, I'll be honest, actually, about six months before that, we're having a session, maybe with my brothers or something, having some millies. And he's like, Mitchell's just starting to rap now. You're freestyling shit. He goes, when you're serious, come back to me. I said, I'll hold you to that lad. Six months later, I wrote a full album. Straight men is no chases. Uh, yeah, straight men is no yeah, chases. I yeah. wrote that. And um, that was it. That was it. I gave it to him. He's like, What are you doing, bro? You're all right. He goes, If you fucking want to pursue her, jump on that lodge with me and let's go. And that was it. That's game over, bro. Can I I'm ask? Like, you, I am going to get better and better off every track.
2: I want to ask you straight up about that, Adam, because that was one of your first, obviously, that I listened to. Yeah. And, you know, for me, it's it's fucking it's solid, you know. How did it go? Like, because the platforms that you had to release it on, you know.
1: Facebook was the thing in six years ago. Yeah. Now I feel like Insta's Insta's where it's at. That's where most of my followings are. Really? That's where most of the people are looking at stuff. Insta is just more, you can, Facebook was more like you do a status, share a song, people will fuck with it, but that was it, you know what I mean? Where so Insta grew to like, you're showing videos and you got reels, bro, and you've got pictures more now. So, so yeah, how,
2: how many did like, okay, you've put the yeah. album out, someone's backing you and believing you. So all of a sudden, Mitch is yeah. realizing that, you know, these hard times that you've grown up in are and can change right now. You, you've got a yeah. door that's uh, open to make the best opportunity. You talked about prior to the music day that you were working. So you sound to me like you've always been a hard worker. You're not a criminal. Oh, listen, listen,
1: bro. Like, um, I started late with this work shit. I could never hold a job, bro. Yeah. could never hold a job. I'd always last a month, two months here, there, just doing factories job, trying to earn money, trying to show me family that I'm not a shit cunt, bro. So I would always try work, you know, just love the pot, love the pills, always addicted on something like that. But I was always trying to have a go, bro. So I was always like, I knew to do the right thing, bro, just in the environment. I just couldn't get through the door. Like, I couldn't stay there long enough to do it. It's so, hard, eh? But listen, man, I've always tried to do an honest living. I've always, I, I believe that's key, bro. I've got kids in that now too, so...
2: And I think that's something is
1: is always what I want to do, bro.
2: I think that's something really important to to put a message out there to our viewers at the moment and listeners. Especially, you know, these young lads out there that are out there that just idolise yourself and and many others in Australian hip hop at the moment, you know, they all try to live their lives, you know, like they've got to live their own life. Take the things that you guys genuinely talk about and learn from it.
1: Man, I'll tell them, bro. I'll, I'll tell them. If anyone is listening, man, and you're a young fella, bro, and you idolize us, we love you so much for that. And I respect it. But I'll tell what about the gangster thing is. Look after your family. Amen. Look after your family, bro. Take care of your kids or your mom or your, your partner. Put the effort in, bro. That's gangster. If you look after your own, even you getting a job, even if you have to work on 9 to 5, do that shit. If you're doing it for your family, bro, that's what you're doing. You're doing them steps. It's
2: purpose,
0: it. eh? And it's a good feeling. Purpose is, is. Don't oh. ever be
1: ashamed Of nine to five, bro. Hear more with Mitch me, menace in season six of The Clink.
0: For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. That's right. For the record, you ain't trying to grow any stuff for you. That's right. For the record, lab on me going all the, way. all the way. For the record, ain't trying to link no time to waste. Stop calling. For the record, <clears throat> for the record. <clears throat> yeah for the for the racket for the right yeah for the ragged, for the racket